Well, lots of stuff's closed, but not the Toronto Beer Podcast. Darn right. So welcome, welcome, welcome back to this not-closed Toronto Beer Podcast with me, Chris Schreier, your healthy, unisolated host. That is correct. I am uh, feeling good. I am uh, have no symptoms whatsoever of the coronavirus, and I hope you find yourself in the same position. Uh, perhaps you're socially distancing yourself. Perhaps you're in self-imposed isolation, or perhaps you're thumbing your nose at the system and saying, "I'm gonna go ahead and do what I do." Well, don't do that, guys. Don't be a jerk. Take care of each other. That's what we always finish the show with. We're gonna start it with that tonight, but. We're going to leave that for now. Of course, what with uh, all the coronavirus nonsense, maybe a podcast is just what you need right now to entertain yourself, keep yourself sane. You know, I listen to a lot of podcasts uh, in my job as a mailman. I uh, I certainly listen to sort of anywhere between five and about eight hours a day, depending on the day. And uh, so get at me if you need some recos. I'll sneak a quick one in right now, which is if you like to laugh and you like funny things, you go on and look up the worst idea of all time. Uh, delightful little podcast out of the delightful little country of New Zealand. Uh, highly recommend. Anyway, let's drink some beer, guys. I was... Uh, I was out fishing today in the East Dawn. And I don't want to get too specific where, because, you know, fishing spots, guys, it's not in good taste to share too, too widely. But I was fishing in the Dawn and I uh, was not too far from my friends and hopefully yours at Amsterdam Brewing. So I swung by and I grabbed one of these delicious bad boys. If you're not watching the video, if you're just listening uh, at home, uh, I am holding up for the camera an Amsterdam Stark Pils, or Stark Pils, I'm told is the German pronunciation. This is going to be bonkers. Guys, this is going to be off the chain. So let's get into it. Uh, a little... Ah, oh, there we go. Little sound effects. All real. All real. Pouring into the glass here. Uh, oh, get it on camera. It's hard to get it on both cameras and still be able to talk into my microphone. But I am nothing if not dedicated to the cause. Look at that. What a beauty. That is a brilliantly crystal clear, nice yellow, moderately yellow. It's not pale. It's definitely almost gold. Uh, Pils style beer. So of course, Pils, this is like a German Pilsner, a Pils, uh, known to be snappy, hoppy, not like an IPA. No, bready perhaps, or crackery sometimes is a descriptor, but let's see, uh, let's see what this one is. Hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Crackery would be the descriptor I would go for here. Mm-hmm. And maybe a little little tannic, little leafy on the hop. Maybe spicy. Haven't had this one in a while. Let's uh, let's stick it in my mouth hole and see what it tastes like. Hmm. Oh, yeah. 
I just saw my face on screen and I looked like my daughter when she goes, hmm, it's apparently genetic. Yeah, quite snappy and dry. Mm, definitely spicy now. Uh, again, when we talk about spiciness, especially in relation to hops, we're not talking about picante or hot peppery. Indeed, we're talking more about spice cupboard. Uh, that delicious aroma of opening up this spice cupboard and not necessarily knowing exactly what you're smelling. There might be some pepper in there. There might be some clove. There might be some cinnamon. There might be some sage. Spicy. This one in particular, though, I'm going white pepper, I think. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah. Definitely some leafy hops. Not crazy bitter, but quite dry, snappy, as I like to describe them, and very crackery and nice. Um, there's enough of the malt sweetness that you actually do get uh, a, a little little glimmer of sweet before that snappy hop. Mm -mm -mm. I'm going to wave at some people who are watching on Instagram. A lot of people must be locked in right now. This is like a world record live viewing audience uh, right now for the Toronto Beer Podcast COVID-19 episode one. No, that's not what we're calling it. That's in poor taste. Uh, but glad to have people joining in and watching. And uh, if you're not doing it live, glad to have you listening in uh, on uh, the podcast player of your choice, as they always say. Uh, back to this Amsterdam Stark Pils. Like I say, mm. it kind of makes me want to just stop the podcast and sit back and enjoy drinking it. It's so good. It's, as I say, just delightfully dry. Very uh, refreshing uh, in a in a beery kind of way. If refreshing for you is sweet or tart, it's not those things. A uh, little sweet, like I said, but mostly dry, snappy, hoppy goodness. Uh, delicious, fantastic pills and very true to style as well. Um, uh, you know, when you compare it to like a bohemian style pilsner, say, which would be more of a Czech style, um, they should also have a nice assertive hoppiness. Uh, but I do tend to find that the German pils seems to focus a little bit more on that snappy dry hop. I would be curious to know, I wonder if the can says what kind of hop is in here. It does not. It does say expect crisp and refreshing with a delicate hop flavor. Well, I agree. The delicateness of the flavor, that leafy, snappy spiciness it makes me wonder actually pardon me while i burp into the my arm covid19 sneeze cough and burp into your arm like this and then talk through it i don't know if it's coming through the waveforms are definitely smaller uh but safety first even for the live audience i wouldn't like to burp or cough at you um ian macustra who i had the pleasure of seeing today i haven't seen him in so long and we couldn't hug and I always hug and I give him a big kiss right on the cheek. I couldn't do either of those things because of this blasted virus, but uh, we made do and uh, had a lovely conversation. Cody came out. We talked for a while, too. But I know that Ian loves Styrian Golding hops, and I wonder if maybe he snuck a little Golding in there of the Styrian variety as opposed to the East Kent variety. Um, it has a notable spiciness to it, which uh, might be what I'm getting. I'm no expert, though. It does make you wonder why you're listening to a podcast that I'm hosting. If I'm not, uh, perhaps I'm being a little self-depreciating, but I digress. Amsterdam Stark Pils, amazing, amazing beer. I haven't given too, too much thought to what we're going to eat with this off the top of my head. You know what this would be amazing with? This is a banger for some fish and chips. You could make the batter with a bit of the beer uh, and then just drink it with that. I, I like that combo because fish and chips, of course, quite fatty and the deep fried 
French fries, you know, chips. They're they're very you wouldn't want greasy quite, but they're quite fatty. And of course, this dry, dry, snappy beer would just knife through it like a knife through something pliable. Yeah, I would I would highly support fish and chips with that beer um, and kind of wish I had some fish and chips right now. That's not entirely true. I'm really full from dinner, if I'm perfectly honest, but I do love a good fish and chip. And I think that'd be about the perfect beer for it. Uh, cheese, something a little bit lighter, maybe a nice oh, a younger Beamster, not one of the, not the XO, not that delicious, crumbly orange bad boy, but one of the younger Beamsters. They do every spring, actually. They do like a, a, a it's almost a creamier Beamster with um this very specific milk. I think it has something to do with like the cows are eating something fresh bloomed in the spring and the milk is just delightful. And uh, it's a nice creamy, still a little beamstery and in, in not quite sharp, a little sharp, um, but not cheddary, uh, but delicate, you might say. And that milk, this delicious springtime florally milk, we could uh, get down to some of that. I think that'd be really, really lovely. Um, but yeah, Stark Pils at the Amsterdam uh, bottle shops right now. If you haven't tried this beer, give your head a shake, uh, you know, and get some in you. Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit more. I don't want to get too far into this about where you're going to get this beer, because, of course, you know, the world might be ending. Um, but we'll deal with that uh, coming up because we're going to talk a lot about where to buy beer if the zombie apocalypse happens. Uh, but as always, I'm going to just pause for a moment and have one more delicious sip of this Stark Pils from Amsterdam. Mm -mm -mm. I do like that. So what do we got going on? Well, everything's canceled, guys. Unless you're a mailman like me, I happen to be on holiday, so I'm not working. Um, or another um, person whose job just can't be done without. Uh, you're probably sitting at home listening to some doofus in headphones record a podcast, uh, or perhaps you're watching stuff on Netflix. Um, I, I believe I saw it. This is why I should look stuff up. I think there's some new program about um, like restaurants and bars or something on Netflix. Uh, and Soda City is in it. Uh, congratulations, guys. What a coup. And uh, funny enough, actually, I, the first place I saw it referred to was Curry's Music, which is a record shop in Gravenhurst. But I think I've since seen uh, seen posts about it. So maybe check that one out. Support the, uh, the local guys. We like that. eh? Uh, but whatever it is you're doing. Odds are you're not going out much. And if you're like me, you might be a little bit concerned about, uh, you know, having enough beer in the house. And I can tell you this uh, today, <laughs> pretty much every brewery posted on their socials about how they're closing their uh, tap rooms or, you know, restaurant parts, if that's the kind of brewery they are. But they're all doing their best to maintain their bottle shops, keeping them open. And I can also confirm to you a lot of those breweries actually uh, have online uh, ordering and you can get it shipped via Canada Post, which, as I pointed out a moment ago, isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Um, so, yeah, you can order some beer online, have it delivered right to your house. Uh, you don't even have to change out of your pajamas. We're used to seeing you all wearing holy pants and weird robes and such. Uh, but yeah, so you can order your beer and that is a really, really, really important and good thing to do. Not just because it's good for you to have access to beer, but, uh, especially small breweries, their entire revenue stream is disappearing for a while 
weeks, months, we just don't know. And uh, if you are in a place where you can uh, help support uh, your local brewery by buying some beer from them, uh, be it online or in the the bottle uh, shop, that is going to go a long, long, long way for them. Another thing I've seen people suggesting, of course, is uh, if a bar or a restaurant or or indeed a brewery near you uh, sells gift cards, you could buy some gift cards right now. Again, if if you're in a place, I know for a lot of people, your revenue stream is drying up too, and uh, you got to be careful. And I totally understand that. But if uh, it's within your means to be able to support some uh, small local businesses, uh, those are some great steps that you could do to help them out. Because believe me, everyone is going to be hurting pretty bad in the not too distant future if they're not already. And if you're going to be stuck in the house listening to hipster doofus recording podcasts, at least you could be drinking a delicious Amsterdam Stark Pils, which, as I note, was available at uh, Sander and also at Queen's Key. The bottle shops both opened, although, again, also be, uh, be aware a lot of the breweries are using reduced hours, sort of 11 till 6 uh, seems to be the norm. Um so, yeah, you can grab some of that. That'd be great. Uh, LCBO is still open um, for now. We'll see how much that lasts. And grocery stores, of course, too. Uh, if you don't have a brewery near you that you can get to easily, uh, but you have a grocery store with beer, uh, even that'll help. Because, um, again, if you think about how many places that they used to sell beer to, they being brewers, uh, that are no longer buying for the foreseeable future, it's a, it's a scary time. Uh, outside of that, I was going to warn you all it's St. Patrick's Day tomorrow. Just stay in. But you know what? You're going to have to because nowhere is open. And that's probably just as well. St. Patrick's Day, uh, one of the least fun evenings out at a bar uh, now that I'm getting older. Used to love it. But now I would have stayed in whether there was a coronavirus or not. You can get yourself a stout or, you know, uh, a porter if you like that. Uh, maybe make that fish and chips. I was talking about very Irish approved kind of meal saw a great little recipe uh, today uh, Patty McMurray former uh, publican of the Cayley Cottage and still world record oyster shucker uh, posted a link to an older I think it was 2013 Toronto Life article with the recipe for their famous and I do mean famous sticky toffee pudding which is oh, so good so good uh, you could make that you could do up some champ you ever have champ pretty popular in Northern Ireland what you're going to do is make mashed potatoes, but the milk that you use to mash the potato, you're going to take that milk before you mash it in, put it in a pot, bring it to a boil and chuck in some chopped up green onions and then mash that all together in there. It's delicious and very Irish. Nice way to commemorate good old St. Patrick. St. Patrick, who I believe it was Patrick who famously punched uh, uh, Augustine? Somebody. I think St. Patrick punched somebody at the Council of Nicaea. Look it up, kids. History, theology, Bible stuff. It all happened. I think that was Patrick. Anyway, uh, where was I? Everything's closed. Coronavirus sucks. Be safe. Wash your hands. I haven't said that yet, but come on, guys. You got to wash your hands. Wash them a lot. Hand sanitizer, whatever. Oh, and don't hoard stuff. Don't be stupid. I kind of panic bought 24 cans of dab last night, and I almost feel kind of bad about that. Like, what if somebody else needs some dab? I wasn't hurting for beer, but I got scared scurred as my kids would say so don't hoard things that's not a good look for anybody and uh yeah there's no events nothing's happening um so yeah listen to some podcasts worst idea of all time that's a good one and 
we'll hang out again. I might even record an app later this week just because I'm, I'm taking because I'm on holiday this week. I took off my four on three off drinking schedule so I could record an app maybe on Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, yeah. Get at me if you like that. And uh, yeah, we'll see what we see. Short one today. Sorry if that uh, is a disappointment while you're all in lockdown, but uh, I too I have limited things to do with my time, and I could sit here and bore you all to death with stories about me fishing today, but uh, I don't think that's necessary. It was a lovely time, though. If you want social distance, stand in the middle of a river that's three degrees Celsius. You won't have anyone near you, I promise, unless I'm there. Then maybe we'll have to figure something out. But anyway, in all seriousness, be responsible, guys. I normally tell you to take care of each other, and I think you should do that, but be responsible with your decisions. Uh, you know better than anybody how much you need to go out to do that thing, and if you need to do it, we trust you. But if you don't, be respectful. Stay home. Uh, take care of yourself. Take care of your family. If you got older people in your life that you love and care for, uh, give them a call. They're probably feeling a little nervous right now, uh, rightly so. So a little a little love over the phone or via email or FaceTime goes a long, long way. And uh, until, uh, I don't know, Wednesday, Thursday, next Monday, sometime, whenever I talk at you next, uh, be good, take care of each other, and have yourselves a great night.